Yo, what up? It's your girl, Kilowa. I am driving back to my house after a very long night. I just had... I had an inspection this morning, and I was up late as fuck, like, doing damage control, because I'm packing, too, so I just wanted to make sure, like, it was, like, at least they can maneuver through the boxes and shit I got going on. And I'm up doing that late at night. I get, like, very little sleep. I'm ready to go home. It's been a long day. And I'm just, I was just sweaty. And it, people were especially crazy today. And it was just... It was wild. Today was weird. Everybody was losing their shit. And I was sweating. It's 105 degrees out. And, like, in the middle of my layovers, I'd have to turn my bus off. Go sit in my leader's bus while he was still there. And then when he left, I could, like, go into my bus and turn my bus on and sit in my bus. <laughs> Because the buses can't idle for more than 15 minutes at a time um, in order to keep the, the air conditioning going. Like, they're not supposed to be run all day like that. So, I'm on my way home, and I get a text from Lisa, and she said, did you get my voicemails? And I was like, what? And she said, the apartment's locked. I was like, oh, fuck. Because the key that I have for the apartment is inside the apartment. I didn't lock it because I didn't realize that they would be locking it as they left. So I, yeah, I was like, great. So I'll call and see if there's any way somebody could let us in. And it's not an emergency or considered an emergency. So we're just going to be sleeping in the cars tonight. (laughs) That or because it's so hot. I mean, it's 85 degrees. I'm still in my work uniform, which mind you, I'm like a stuffed sausage in this fucking outfit. Like, it's exhaustingly tight. And it's time for new uniforms, okay? I need my new uniforms. And I'm I'm exhausted. I worked all day. This is my Thursday. So tomorrow's my Friday. Long work week's been done, made, happened. And I now get to go home and either try and break into my apartment by being some stealthy fucking cat burglar. Slicking herself up over the railing of a second story apartment building onto the third floor and I haven't done that type of shit in a long time so for me it was kind of a thing like I was like oh my god I hope I don't die so I don't know if I'll have the nerve to do it but I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna see if maybe I can give Lisa a boost and see she could do it but yeah we're just about to embark on our on our newest adventure is besties who get into shenanigans I swear to god we've we're like fucking Lucille Ball and uh, her bestie. What the fuck? Thelma. I think that was her name. I don't know. Anyway, I just, I'm tired, man. I'm so tired. I was really ready to go to bed. So it's kind of fortunate that Braylon ended up having a sleepover, but it's just like, fuck, dude, like my house keys on this like doll keychain on the kitchen counter. Like, so please don't lock the house. I thought I thought that I had my house key on my keychain, but it turns out I do not. It is on that doll thing because Braylon wanted to test out her brand new keychains. And she's like, oh, it has a house key. And she tried it out and then she set it on the counter and I just don't lock my door sometimes. So that's great. That's a fantastical feeling. Um, so I'm about to figure out how we're going to get into my apartment because I called the locksmith and they priced me like 200 bucks. And I'm sorry, but if that means I'm just going to sleep in my car tonight, I'm going to sleep in my car. I'm not spending 200 bucks. So there is that.
adventures. So I'm sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll get back on and do a podcast with Lisa while we do these shenanigans. Okay, great. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Hey guys, it's your girl Kilowatt. I'm on my way home. This is take two of shenanigans. (laughs) So let's backtrack. I did not have to sleep in my car. Thank God. I did not have to call a locksmith. I didn't have to boost my best friend up two flights of uh, stairs or, I guess, balcony railings. I I honestly don't think that she would have... That would have been really dangerous. So, not to mention, I'm pretty sure my my downstairs neighbor is a gun carrier. And I'm sorry, but if I was woken up at, you know, 10 p.m. at night knowing my children were in the house some fucking person was on my balcony, I would shoot them dead. <laughs> I wouldn't think twice. So I was like, yo, I'm not getting shot today. I don't want to do that. So I started rifling through my car and I found my backup spare key, which I'm glad I had the foresight to, just, you know, tuck that away for a rainy day or good measure, whatever, however that applies. Uh... And this is my weekend to pack. I did, I was going to go out, um, but I need to save my resources for, you know, the move itself and just to get organized and prepared better than I have been in the past with other moves. So that's what I'm up to today. Uh, this week was pretty intense with the heat. It was really eye opening that that last heat wave that we had when we lost over a hundred people, I think in Multnomah County, it might've been in Oregon, but I think 65 or 64 in Multnomah County, which is a big number of people considering heat related deaths in the United States statistically, like on average amount to like 57 deaths per year. So for us as a County to, to go past that and beyond in Oregon is intense. Like that'll tell you about our homeless population and what we have is a systemic issue, which, which honestly it comes down to generational wounding. So if you can be kind to people and help them or communicate with them and help them find their sense of worth or purpose, if you have the time or just even that moment where you can be a safe place to land as opposed to judging I. Please do. Last night, I I had court this morning for my apartment because of the last month's rent. They jacked the rent up and it just was too much. Like I couldn't do it. And so I got an eviction notice and I had to go to the first hearing. And so as I did that, they dismissed it and they didn't they, they're not going to put any charges or anything like to the account, which is good. And I just, you know, it was just a quick meetup to, you know, affirm that I was moving out within this next week. So it went really well, but it was at eight fifteen in the fucking morning and I work late at night. So it sucks because I really wanted Braylon Monday night, Tuesday night. No, it was Tuesday night. Cause I Sorry about that. There was an emergency alert broadcasted to my phone. Those are the measures that they're taking now because of the last heat wave that we had. We're in a three-day heat spike, which I can only assume is going to be the norm considering our climate shift. Everything seems to be getting really cattywampus. And as much as I'm not a believer in like revelations, I do believe that God 
is real. I don't know about all the details in the Bible, but I've found a lot of truth in the Bible. So I don't necessarily discount that there isn't like gems of knowledge in there, but there's a lot of shit that's been reworded and rephrased and I don't trust it. So moving on, (laughs) it feels like the end times, truthfully, like the way that things have been and this heat wave, the fact, the fact that we have to do all of these things, like we had firefighters knocking door to door, uh, for people in Multnomah County and Clackamas County, just to make sure that they were okay. Like older people, um, people on disability, stuff like that. I was telling people about all the heating center locations. We offered free rides. We were giving water out. I mean, there were this, this time around, there were a lot of steps that were taken that hopefully will be successful in the lack of fatalities. Um, but back to what I was saying before we got the emergency broadcast alert, because that was... I almost, I honestly zigged a little on my drive because it was so loud. It was it's over the speakers because it's hooked to my Bluetooth. Anyway, it, it started, I, I got a little jolted. And so moving on, I had Braylon last weekend and it's customary for Monday that Brent would take her and then Tuesday I pick her up. Uh, but Kayla had planned a play date with Braylon's little friend, Riley, whose mom I was pregnant with and friends with somehow can't seem to make a play date with me, but definitely has time for the new Kayla. So that's fun. Um, so because she had scheduled this early morning play date, they asked that it makes it easier for Braylon to just transition, which I should have immediately said, no, she can come pick her up at my house. Had I known that last night it was, yeah. So Wednesday, Wednesday into Thursday, is when I thought I was locked out of my house. So I was kind of fortunate uh, because I ended up like, it. I, I didn't actually get inside of my house until like 10.30 at night because I had to go through all my stuff to make sure I had the backup key. I was trying to come up with a game plan to get into my house. So I haven't seen Braylon since Monday night. It's now, it's now Friday and I'm going through fucking withdrawals. I called her, I texted her, nothing. And it's not my weekend. So, and I have to move this whole, this whole weekend is, you know, committed to me packing. So it just sucks. It sucks because I didn't stand up for my right to have my child on Tuesday night. Um, fortunately I was able to leave her with them on Wednesday because of my key shit. And then last night, so this is where I was getting to people can be at their last leg, especially right now. And if you can help raise any type of vibration or give them a sense of well-being, please do that. Offer some kind words and just be like humble. Last night, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to go get Braylon because I had court this morning. That's what I was getting at. I don't know why I went through that whole tangent, but anyway, uh, I was on my way back to the garage and I got a call asking if I could pick up two wheelchairs in Oregon City and take them to Kaiser. And I said, yeah, of course. And so I picked up Deborah and John, who are both from Malala. Ironically, we made jokes about uh, how it was such a shame that I couldn't just take the bus home and park it in the field next to where the apartments were since they lived in the house like in between. And we giggled at that idea of me just like going rogue and then like calling it a night. And... 
realistically, you know, that, that would never happen. That would be considered, you know, grand theft auto and I don't grand commercial bus auto. I, I'm pretty sure that's on grand theft auto, the video game, but it can't be done in real life by Kilowatt. I don't care how gangster you think I am. That's just not, that's not going to fly with anybody. So I dropped them off at Kaiser, but in the process I had to secure Deborah and I, I've done caregiving before. So I've worked with people who, who've had amputations and I know how sensitive they can be about it. And she was still in that phase where it's kind of weeping, you know, and she was very insecure. And as anyone would be, I think, uh, she didn't want to lose her limb. That wasn't her fucking choice. The doctor said it had to go and it, they, you know, had to adjust their entire lives for it. Uh, John was already wheelchair bound, but she was the one that was mobile And then she ended up getting an infection in her leg and they had to amputate uh, part of her foot. And so it was really like a life altering experience for her and him. And normally she'd be able to drive, but it was her driving foot. And so they had to sell their vehicle. Um, They had to, you know, work with the Malala bus system. And she's still getting used to being in a wheelchair. So she did need securement, but now she still has these routine appointments with Kaiser to go through and make sure it's clean and like, you know, healing well. And it's just really difficult. It's really difficult. And so imagine using a public system, you know, hundred degree weather and it's chaos everywhere. Everybody's pissy. Your fucking leg hurts. You got to go all the place to get all the things clean and then go back home. And you're on public transportation now because Malala doesn't have a max line service which I think is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, but we could be way more efficient than this. It's 2k21. And it's, it's a, it's, you're denying the right of, of people in the inner city to experience the country because you are afraid of the inner city people. And the problem is in general, we've just been ignoring mental health this entire fucking time. But anyway, off my tangent, sorry. I went to secure her And I accidentally bumped her leg. And so I was being really gracious. And I thought to myself, like, yo, I've done caregiving. I've done caregiving, like, a lot in my life uh, with regard to working with older people and and people in um, care facilities, okay? So I started when I was 12, and I've been in customer service ever since. But I ended up not having to go that route because it didn't offer me what I needed to live financially. So I just have experience with that. And that being said, I, I truthfully just didn't, I did, there were a lot of things that I didn't enjoy and seeing people in pain is one of them. Losing people to death is hard. And I had to eventually quit that, that particular field. Cause it just wasn't something I could stomach. However, I could stomach securing her and accidentally bumping her leg and being incredibly kind and making fun little jokes and expressing that I was apologizing for the amount of cleavage I had in my shirt because we've been denied our uniforms for over a year now. Thank you, COVID. And the director's decision to change our uniforms in the middle of a pandemic, like it was fucking something to do because they wanted to save 50 cents on the dollar. I don't know. I don't know. And so... I'm jumping into my uniform every day and my, my boobs gotten bigger cause I've been depressed and drinking wine and going through breakup and 
Yeah, I got a lot of boobage, all right? And it's hard. I try and cover it with a scarf, but there's fucking fans. And when I'm trying to secure people, it's weird. <laughs> so I try my best, and I have to mention it because it's like, it's an eyeful, man. Like, it's a, it's a lot of boob. And so I was like, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my uniform. It's been about a year. <laughs> And they both laughed at it. And I was like doing these amazing yoga moves and positioning to get into the straps and all that. Like it was, it was actually really funny and we had a fun time. And by the time they left, they felt a lot better. And I said, okay, like, is there any particular area that you want to go in Kaiser other than just, you know, this one location? They said, oh no, we can get, we can get around, like we'll find our way. And I was like, okay. So I dropped him off and I said goodbye and I drove home. But on my way home, I was thinking about that, that, you know, I, I had really wished that I could go get Braylon and I missed her. But I, if had I not, let's say I went to go get Braylon, I wouldn't have picked up Deborah and John and I wouldn't have offered Deborah that kindness and that humble nature that is necessary when working with someone who's got an amputated limb and really insecure about it. All these feelings, like there's a lot of emotion with that. So I was really sensitive to that and I felt really, I was really grateful that I had the opportunity to bestow a kindness that wouldn't have been there otherwise had I not been denied visitation with Braylon on Tuesday and had I not been coordinated with the courts to meet at 8.15 this morning. Oh God, there's, you know, there are a number of people, I want to say they're proud boys that are out here in Malala that if they see my Black Lives Matter sign and it's escalated, okay, I got this truck behind me right now. He just whipped out like a fucking bat out of hell. There is nobody coming. He's doing this to be aggressive and that's the point, okay? It's obvious and I'm not going to take my fucking sign down. I'm not fucking taking it down. You want to wave your fucking flag? I got my fucking sign. But I don't drive like an asshole behind you. And I don't try and intimidate a woman alone at night and fucking try and run her ass off the road because I don't like what she thinks. Like, talk about entitlement. I'm sorry, but it's just not necessary. Anyway, I'm on my way home to do some packing. I was going to try and go out tonight, but it's just not, it's not worth it. I don't have the income to do it. And I need to save and and get prepped for moving. So this is a lackluster take three. But I wanted to at least get, you know, I wanted to finish the episode. This is a three-day process. And I just feel like once you start something, you got to see it through. Which is why divorce is so uncomfortable for me. Because I was going to fucking die with that guy. Anyway, uh, I love you. I hope you all stay cool. I got to go because there's a cop. Okay. I love you. Bye.